This podcast is sponsored by Bruntwood Works, supporting independent food and drink businesses across the Northwest and beyond. Hello, I'm Matt White, and this is Fodder, the food and drink podcast for Greater Manchester. Now, at the time of recording this podcast, sustainability was very much at the top of many people's agendas. People wanted to eat better, feel better and shop better. So we lined up a panel of top foodies to talk plant milks, vegan sausage rolls and ethical chocolate, all from different producers and retailers. And they crowned the best sustainable food buys from our lineup. Well, since recording, the world has obviously changed quite a bit. And I know food shopping is now so different. And I know that for some, even just getting food itself can be a struggle. But today is Earth Day, so we thought that was as good a time as any to share this podcast. Now, most of what we tested is currently still available to buy online or at the supermarket. The grocery side of Stretford Food Hall is open for essential shopping, and they are running an excellent local delivery service through Shokal. So let me introduce you to our panel. There's Tom Heverington. He's the CEO of the Northern Restaurant and Bar Show. Jamie Boland. He's the founder of Ancoats Coffee. Chef Mary Ellen McTague from the Creameries in Chalton. And Andrea George, the director of retail from Bruntwood Works. We all sat down before social distancing happened. We ate, we drank, we chatted. All in the name of research. Right, our first almond milk is Alpro. This is unsweetened almond milk, £1.90 a litre. You can buy it from Stretford Food Hall, where we are now, and it is produced in Belgium. So if you'd all like to have a little sip, or a big swig, however you feel. Oh, that was a slurping go. It's like wine (laughs) tasting. Uh, Adria, how's that for you? Um, Watery, to me. Yeah, I'm not an almond milk drinker, so I've only had a sip, so I'm going to go bigger with a gulp. Have some more. I'll come back in a minute. Tom, you were just nodding. Watery? Yeah, I, th- I think so. It tastes like uh, an almond has had a bath in my glass, um, but there's not a lot going on apart from that. I like full-fat milk, um, old school, and it's just not got the body for me. It's quite thin. Mary Ellen? Hi. Um, I think it might have just separated a bit because it gets thicker as you get towards the bottom of the glass. Don't we all? I think, um, <laughs> so it's pretty, um, it's, it's vaguely nutty. Um, but I think it tastes a little bit like stale nuts. It doesn't taste like fresh almond. Okay. Um, it's like store cupboard kind of mustiness, yep. I think. Yeah. Oh, everyone's agreeing. That's not yeah. necessarily a good that. thing. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, what are you saying? Yeah, it's kind of, uh, I'd agree with Tom, it was lacking a little bit of body that you did maybe expect. Um, and um, yeah, it was a little bit watery and just... Um, yeah, a little bit flat, not mm. very sweet. Mm. Um, not that I was maybe expecting much sweetness from it, but um, yeah, a little bit bland, I would mm. say, actually. Okay, so not looking good for Alpro so far. Let's no. move on to the <laughs> second <laughs> almond milk that we got. By the way, are we saying almond or almond? Almond. I would be almond. 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 Yeah, almond's the northern way, I think. Yeah. I, I've, I've got Giving into the habit of saying almond from Giving working down south. Almond. Yeah. I thought it was almond, because you don't say the Al in salmon, that's what someone told me. It's, it's almond if you're from the south, it's almond if you're from the north. I'm from the Midlands, so I've got, no, I can do go. both. Either way, either way. Uh, okay, right. The second one is, uh, this is Morrison's own brand. Again, this is unsweetened almond milk. This is a lot cheaper. This is 85 pence a litre. This is produced in Spain. Um, Mary Ellen, let's start with you, I think. I think that's better. It's got a little touch of acidity like you get with, with 
um, dairy milk, you've got the lactic acid. So it's, um, I mean, it depends what we're looking for. If we're looking for something that's closer to um, milk, then I'd say this is much closer. It also tastes fresher to me. It's not got that kind of stale flavour that the other one had. Okay, Tom? Uh, I would agree. I think it's got um, better texture. It's thicker. And it, it does taste fresher. The only thing I would say is that it tastes it tastes of kind of generic nuts as opposed to almonds or even almonds uh, specifically. I'm just not picking up the flavour, but I would prefer it of the two, I think. Okay, not a fan of generic nuts, Tom. No. Well, okay. no, I like generic nuts. I'm all for generic nuts. Generic nuts are the way forward. This is, this is better for me. Okay, Andrea? So I don't disagree. So I think it's thicker in consistency, um, but it still doesn't taste of anything to me. It's quite bland, um, but maybe that's good if you want to substitute in your cup of tea. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a great fan, but I prefer this one to the first one. I think one, one point, Matty, the, the thickness that we were talking about with the, with the second milk, it's got that slightly artificial feel to it. You, you, can, take, you can feel the texture on your tongue. This is the Morrison's this one. This is the Morrison's one. And just having a look at both, uh, both packages, the first one, well, they've both got 2.3% almonds in there, but the Morrison's one has got three different thickeners in there, gelum mm. gum, xanthan gum, and the always delicious carboxymethyl cellulose. My favourite! <laughs> I think it's the connoisseur's choice. Um, so, I, it, you know, it does feel like a little bit of a cheat for me. It feels like they've, they've packed some artificial kind of texture in there just to thicken it. Okay, and um, we're going to very quickly move on to oat milk now. We've got two of those to try. Um, just while you're getting your oat milk drinks, can we just go around and just tell me what your favourite one was with the almond? Was it the Alpro or the Morrison's? Morrison's, uh, unfortunately, I must like the thickening agents. <laughs> Tom? Morrison's, as long as I pretend I don't know what's in it. Uh, Morrison's, um, I use all three of those thickening agents in my kitchen, so yes. I'm really familiar with them. <laughs> so. Fine and wonderful things they are. In moderation. So in moderation, yeah, I, I use them in moderation. So I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with those, and I think the flavour was better. Morrison. Okay, and for you? Um, yep, yeah, Morrison's for me. Okay, so there you go, Morrison's has it hands down. Right, we're moving on to the oat milk. Um, and we're sticking with Morrison's. This is the Morrison's Oat Milk, guys. This is 85 pence a litre, so cheaper even still. Mm. Produced in Spain. Uh, dig in, have a sip. Let's find out what you think. Have you all got yours? Okay, yeah, Tom, okay yeah. Tom's got his down here. It tastes coconutty. Mm. It's almost tropical. There's like almost yeah. banana and, and coconut in there. Yeah. Are you sure that's not a flavoured one? Yeah. A totally that, tropical taste. Yeah. Is this flavoured? No, I don't think it is. No, it's, like, it's like a creamy, I agree. I, I quite like, Vanilla. yeah, I quite like um, oat milk in coffee, but that doesn't taste like straight oat milk. No, it doesn't. All it's saying on the label is it's got added calcium. Have you, <laughs> it tastes like you spiked it with lilt or something. Mm. I would never spike you, Tom. Mm. So, yeah, I, I agree. It doesn't taste of oats. Um, it's quite thick, very sweet, very creamy. Um... I'm very fruity in a weird way. I had to abstain. Sorry. Why? I'm celiac, <laughs> so I can't drink milk. Okay, well, that, that'll make this bit quicker <laughs> because there's only three. Uh, right, let's move on to the next bit then, which is uh, this is from a company called Minor Figures. Uh, nice packaging, woman in a big bird suit, sunglasses mm, on. I like yeah. it a lot. This is a little bit more expensive, high end, mm. 199 a litre. Uh, again, available from Stretford Food Hall, produced here in the UK as well, which Brilliant. can only be a good thing. Yes, yeah. How's that? delightful yeah really like that uh, it's actually a completely different color from the first one um, it's uh, thinner um, it's really tasty it tastes of oats but uh, pared down 
um, I would have that as a substitute to milk. For you? Um, I, I think that is probably, of the non-dairy milks, that is probably the closest to a uh, traditional milk that I've tasted, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I guess that's the best compliment you could really pay is, actually. people seeking an alternative. Yes, yeah, sure, for, exactly. Okay, let's go around the table again there. So for minor figures, oat milk uh, or the Morrison's own oat milk. For you, your favourite? Minor figures. Okay. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Minor figures. It's got someone in a bird suit on the on the front there. That's it's, a, it's an added bonus, but it was delicious. It's the winner. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of time for minor figures. Great stuff. Uh, great guys and uh, lovely products. And uh, first time I tried it, great stuff. Okay, so final question: If you were going to have to choose between minor figures oat milk and Morrison's almond milk, what would you choose? Again, minor figures oat milk. It's the nearest uh, to milk that I've ever tasted, and uh, it's wow. delicious. Okay, mm. Tom. I think I didn't really enjoy three out of the four there, which is a, a lesson that you should think carefully before milking something that hasn't got nipples. Um, <laughs> but if I had to pick one, the clear winner, minor figures. It was lovely. Okay, and finally? Uh, yeah, minor figures, hands down. Okay, so there you go. If you're going to go and get a, a milk alternative, let's call it minor figures, oat milk is probably the one for you, according to my panel this afternoon. Um, right, guys, we're going to move on to the solids. Ooh. Everyone loves a sausage roll. Yes. The big thing at the moment is uh, Greg's. Greg's and their vegan products, which everyone, the, the, every man and his dog are going mad for. The queues are phenomenal. They're constantly selling out. What we have here is Greg's vegan sausage roll. These are a pound each, mm -hmm. available from Greg's. They are from the UK. Uh, all dig in. Can we all eat these? Thank you. No, Mary's shaking her head again. They're a pound, pound each. Mary can't eat these ones. Always better warmer. These are cold. That's true. But still delicious. You don't give the game away. Yeah, do you know what though? They are they are good. I I like them a lot. Tom, what are you saying? Um I feel like a heretic here, but I'm not madly keen on Greg's sausage rolls, meat or vegan. I I think they're fine. They do the job. They're very, very close to the meat version. I think the pastry, you don't you don't get the um, the same texture on the pastry because you've not got the, uh, the kind of animal fats in there but that aside it's it's good you could swap between the two and I think you'd barely notice yeah I'd, I, yeah if you were to put two um, two sort of um, uh, um, high street um, brands out there that I would not detect the difference between the two I don't think um, they are yeah, very close to the real thing I'd say yeah. Okay, uh, we're moving on to the next ones now. These are the Pound Bakery Vegan Sausage. These are uh, a little bit better value for money. Two for a pound from the Pound Bakery. Uh, two for a pound, Tommy. Can't believe it, look. <laughs> money can buy. Get involved, Mary. I feel bad passing you by again. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. I'm going to... I'm not going to remain in balance. These are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> These yeah. aren't good at all. No. No, um, the filling is very squidgy in texture. Great word. And, um, like, yeah, and an unpleasant aftertaste. Uh, whereas the Greg's ones had a, a very strong, for me, a very strong taste. Sorry, taste of sage, um, which I think comes through in their meat offering as well. This one, I don't know what it tastes of. To be honest with you, I don't like that at all. The flavour, um, yeah, I don't think the flavour matches the first ones. Um, I actually think the pastry texture-wise, I actually kind of enjoy the pastry a little bit more with these ones. I think the pastry 
a little bit more bite and crunch and sort of um, kind of what I would like from a sausage roll pastry, really, a traditional one. Um, but yeah, uh, flavour-wise, they didn't match the first one. Okay, uh, I think it's agreed. None of us really like that. Uh, and it looks quite bland to look at, whereas these next ones... Very colourful, very pretty. So these are from a company called Forest Foods. Uh, these are sage and mushroom vegan sausage rolls. £1.84 each. And from the eighth day in Manchester you can get these if you fancy them. So guys, if you'd all like to uh, Thank you. dig in. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I wasn't wholly convinced by that. I thought the filling, there, there was some nice flavours in there. It tasted kind of like... Um, eating stuffing which is no bad thing I like eating stuffing um, but yeah I just wasn't convinced by it I think it was too dense and I don't think the pastry was brilliant either okay I mean aesthetically they look great um, as do these next one next ones these are the fourth sausage roll vegan sausage rolls of the day these are from uh, Earth Cafe we all know Earth Cafe um, vegan sausage roll £1.40 produced here in the UK dig in guys thank you uh, who wants to go first? You've got a mouthful, so let's go to Tom. He's at that quick shot. I have, yeah, hungry. Um, they're quite nice, actually. You can taste you can taste different veg in there. There's some nice spicing in there. Um, they taste homemade, and I think I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, I mean, it tastes more like a samosa or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Indian. Like mm, I agree. More of a Middle Eastern vibe going on with them. They're kind of sort of Persian, like not fully, but you know, there's a little nod there, and they're they're interesting. You know, mm. they're sort of tasty and interesting, and um, mm. uh, yeah, slight afterburn of chili. It tastes like a, an Indian filling within um, a sausage roll casing. So I think they're delicious. I quite like that. Yeah, I do not a traditional sausage roll. No, no, but this is the thing: is would you rather something like this, which is obviously not mm. a sausage roll, or mm. something like the Greggs and the Poundland, where they're pretending think, to yeah, be a yeah. sausage roll? I think roll. it depends mm. whether you're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of things depend on that, Tom. Don't, don't they? Just, <laughs> yeah. Half of my life depends on that. Uh, right, this is where I'm going to ask you all now to uh, take your pick to choose the favourite. We had the vegan sausage roll from Earth Cafe. We had the sage and mushroom sage and mushroom from forest foods we had the greg's vegan sausage roll and uh the two for a pound from the pound bakery uh let's go around the table take your pick please sir oh. take your so pick, for me it is the earth cafe um sausage roll yeah. that's um like a curry within a sausage roll i like the fact that it's isn't pretending to be meat. Um, it was very tasty. I uh, thought that the pastry was very nice. So just overall, that was the one for me. Perfect. Tom? I, I think for me, there's only two times I really want a sausage roll, which is when I'm hungover or when I'm stealing food at a children's party, which is sometimes the same time. Um, but on both of those occasions, I would want the Greg's sausage roll. Oh, really? Yeah, I would. Okay. I really Nothing would. worse than being hungover at a kid's party. <laughs> Nightmare. Um, okay, so that was the sausage rolls. We are now going to move on to some cheese. Um, I'm not sure where I stand on vegan cheese. Like, I, I'm yet to find a good one. And I've searched, but let's see if perhaps we've got one today. So the first one we are going to try, if you'd just like to pass that round. Yes. This yeah. is from Morrison's. This is the Taste Coconut Oil Cheddar Alternative. £1.50 for 200 grams, produced here in the UK. Uh, get stuck in. Okay, hang on. 
<laughs> okay, how's that for you? So, starting with the smell, it's quite a strange, pungent, slightly acidic smell. So it's like cheese slices. Yeah, yes, mm. that or, uh, you know, Doritos, um, the nacho cheese ones, <laughs> where, yeah. Um, and the taste actually matches that, so it, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't taste like a cheddar. Um, and the texture's quite uh, dry. Yeah. Tom? I think it, it tastes... It tastes kind of cheddary, but it tastes just like a, a mass-produced uh, cheddar cheese. So for me, the thing that I find upsetting is the texture. You like a, a good cheddar, you should get those little salt crystals in there and it should mm. coat your tongue a little bit. And, and this has got that rubbery texture. I think for me, with all these cheeses, I'd be interested to see how they melt. I'd want the cheese on toast test. Yeah, that's a good test. Very. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it tastes like fake cheese. I imagine... I've never tried it, but I imagine that's what cheese in a can tastes like. Um, I do like cheese slices, though, like American cheese. cheese. Yeah, they're yeah, great. Yeah. Like They're really good, very enjoyable thing to eat. Um, th- that's not as good as a cheese slice. No. It's, it does taste like somebody's mixed um, Doritos cheese flavouring. With their feet. In with something. <laughs> something. It's kind of... I think the texture is brittle. I think instead of... It crumbles in your mouth instead of becoming sort of softer. Mm. And, and so you end up with a bit of a... You end up with a kind of powdery type effect, which yeah. isn't... I, I, I didn't massively enjoy. No. Um, OK, we're going to move swiftly on. This is another cheddar-style <laughs> vegan cheese. The brand is Cheesely. Uh, and this is apparently a white cheddar style, £2.15 for 190 grams from the eighth day in Manchester, made in the UK. Um, who's had some? Have you tried some yet? Oh, Mary, I'm going to come to you because your face looks a picture. Mm. How's that? It's nice. It's gross. Mm. Like, it's just horrible. I, I, and I th- so with vegan cheese, so obviously with cheese, you need something that's salty and then you need the protein and fat element and then you need some kind of sort of fermented, funky flavour, which is what you get from the bacterial culture that you put into cheeses, all the rest of it. Um, and I think you can get something that tastes nice when you make a vegan cheese from nuts. So you do like a cashew nut with salt and some um, some yeast, and, and that, that can taste pretty nice. It's not cheese, but it tastes quite nice. So that's using sort of three or four really good ingredients. You can make something that's, that's not quite cheese, but, but tastes good. This, I don't know how many ingredients this has. Um, oh, a lot. Uh, lots. Um, I mean, this is harsh, but it just feels like a waste of all those ingredients to put them together in this fashion. And yeah. It puts me in mind of that great philosophical lesson that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Okay, and final word. Um, yeah, I, I struggled with this one as well. Like, it's probably the, probably not the nicest thing we've eaten so far, I don't think so. I tell you what, when, yeah. when someone comes up with a vegan cheese that's absolute they, killer, they're going yeah. yeah. to be they? millionaires. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, let's move on to the next one now. Uh, another cheddar-style vegan cheese. This is from Tesco. They're free from range. Uh, this is a coconut oil alternative to mature cheddar. 180 for 200 grams from Tesco, produced here in the UK. Oh, it tastes good. Tastes, tastes not like far sick. off that either. <laughs> so horrible. Oh, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna nip it. I can't. Oh, it mm. tastes like sick. I was, I was scared to put that in my mouth. Um, <laughs> and I had reason. Yeah. Yeah. They just all taste really synthetic, oh. really rubbery. 
just grow just grows. It's the, fat, it's the wrong end of cheesy cheese, and I love cheese that is really cheesy, but it's just it's like all the bad bits. Like, I don't even mind the plastic cheese that you get when you go to the cinema. Yeah. I will eat that cheese. Yeah, it's okay in my book, but that this isn't even and that's not even real cheese. So uh, Tesco, you need to step up. Right, last one in the vegan cheese. This is uh, another cheddar style vegan cheese. This is by the company Violife. This is called Original Block, £2.30 for 200 grams. You can get it from Ocado and it is produced in Greece. And this is, uh, even to look at, this is a lot more yellower than any other, more mm. cheese looking, if that helps. It's probably the closest to an actual cheese, I think, of all of them. Um, yeah. it, seems to, it seems to break like a sort of mild cheddar, that sort of, mm. the sort of light and mild cheddars that you might find in the supermarket. Yeah. It's actually, no, the, the texture's much better, it's not as brittle, it's got a bit of give, so it's a bit of, um, yeah, the texture's much more like a very, very bland, very cheap cheddar. Okay, I mean, on the other products we've had, I've, I've recapped everything that we've tried, but I don't really think we need to on this. I think this is already going to be an out-and-out -out winner. I'm just yeah. going to assume that everyone's voting for the last one, Violife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Violife. Okay, so there you go. If you are going to go out and get yourself some uh, cheddar-style vegan cheese, it's Violife that you want, and that is available from Ocado. Right, okay, This is, we've had some cheese. Now, what would be nice is a glass of wine. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, some organic wine. Thank you for pouring me one. Um, this is by uh, a company called Wild Thing. This is an organic Sauvignon Blanc, £8.99, available from the eighth day in Manchester, produced in Spain. Has everyone had a chance for a little drink? I mean, yeah, okay. Who's had some? Who wants to start this? This is, it's pretty nice. It tastes like a very standard Sauvignon. It's, uh, it's grassy, a um, bit of gooseberry, um, dry. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. I think it's, it's, probably, um, it's probably what you'd expect to get in uh, like a decent pub. It's okay. It's, it's fine. You can tell that it's Sauvignon Blanc, but I don't think it's particularly characterful I don't think there's a lot there of interest but it does the job if if that's what you're after you you're not going to get a lot of kind of complexity or, or length or anything at this sort of price point but to be honest I, I think I've probably drunk better Sauvignon Blancs at the seven eight quid mark um, I wouldn't put it near the top of the table at all um, it says the word tasty on the label which is a massive red flag that's <laughs> something, something that needs to claim to be tasty on the label. There's there's something wrong. I, I think you also you also have to tread carefully where there's big gold medallions all over the label um, from from awards one. I'm doing the inverted commas things for you listeners. Um, it's it's just a bit of a red flag for me. I remember on a bottle of wine. I can't remember what it was, but the serving suggestion said like serving suggestion with a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> one up from in a glass yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay right we're going to move on to the next one that always good news when there's more wine coming this next one is by false bay this is a shannon blanc or a slow shannon blanc if you read the label it's uh seven pound 99 available from ancoats general store this is produced in south africa okay and what do we think I quite like this. I quite like this. Yeah, I find it slightly effervescent, a bit like a, um, a sort of um, vino verde that you might get from Portugal. Um, it seems seems a bit, yeah, yeah, it's, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I'm getting sort of gooseberry, some lime, um, sort of tropical fruits. 
Um, it's quite dry, doesn't doesn't stick around on the palate very long, but it's quite refreshing. It'd be quite nice in summer, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, South Africa is one of those places to look for in supermarket wines because you tend to get value there, but certainly over the last couple of years, the actual quality of winemaking has, has gone up and up and up, not just for the top end, but right through the price points. So you can actually get a really kind of punchy bottle of wine for, for your money from the supermarkets. And I think that's not bad at all. I like Chenin Blanc. I think it's it, it's good. It's got the flavours that you want. It's got its nice mouthfeel. And I think the interesting thing as well is that the bottle, instead of trying to convince you that it's tasty by saying tasty in big letters, it actually talks about the process, the winemaking process. And there's a lot of the buzzwords and things that you would look for that make you think someone's actually taken care in this product. Okay, Mary Ellen. Um, I was slightly devious looking at the label before I tasted it because of well, partly because of that actually, because of what they what they have put on the label about it being sustainably farmed and old vines and wild ferment and all of these are really good things. But False Bay are a huge, huge wine producer, um, huge mass producer of wine. So I guess this is them kind of dipping their toes in the sort of natural low intervention world having said that it tastes really nice there's a bit of spice at the end there's a bit of tannin which kind of um really helps with the mouthfeel and um i enjoyed it more than i wanted to (laughs) right the beauty of this though is that people do keep putting down glasses of wine in front of us so we're moving on (laughs) to the third one now this is from morrison's and this is their organic pinot grigio six pound a bottle so uh Tom's pulling the face already. Six pound a bottle, so uh, you know, uh, cheaper than the others already. Produced in Italy. It doesn't smell of anything. No, there's there is, there is very a, little. It smells of alcohol. Very little on the nose. Oh yeah, not even very much alcohol. <laughs> okay, so already from the smell and the face. Oh, okay. I see what's happening here, Andrea. Yeah, um, just what we've just all the words we've just been talking about. It's uh, doesn't really taste of anything. Doesn't really smell of anything. Um, I, yeah, the bottle looks pretty um, simple. <laughs> yeah, it's just completely um, devoid of anything <laughs> apart from alcohol. It says on the label that it's bursting with fresh apple and lemon flavours, um, but it isn't. No, it's not. No, no. It's not. <laughs> um, I think the the idea of Pinot Grigio, although with a lot of effort you can make a very decent wine out of Pinot Grigio, is largely to make inoffensive wines. And that actually manages to be quite offensive. Um, it, spell, it smells of nothing but the, that kind of lemon taste. It's just really sharp. Um, it's quite unpleasant. And the thing that I find most surprising is that at a certain price point, when wine is made in massive, massive volume, very little of it is to do with the actual grapes or the winemaking. They have a kind of box of tricks, chemicals, and at the end, they will add to the wine to produce the flavour profile they want to hit the demographics and the markets that they feel they can sell to. And I can't believe anyone with a chemical set box of tricks has gone out of their way to make a wine taste like that. I don't know who it's for or why. Okay. Um... Right, we're going to have a little uh, round table. Let's find out what we think the best is. Uh, just to remind you, we've got the Wild Thing Organic Sauvignon Blanc, the False Bay Chenin Blanc, the Morrison's Organic Pinot Grigio. Uh, let's start with you. Um, I'm trying to think, but I think it was the False Bay. I agree, False Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, same. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, same, definitely. There you go. Okay, so no more. If you want to go and get yourself a nice organic wine, get down to Ancoat General Store. They've got full spate. It's seven ninety nine a bottle. 
Okay, well that's about it then. I think we've we've eaten and drank as much sustainable food and drink as we can. Um, it's been great being here at the food hall though, hasn't it? I'm just it has. It's been amazing and we're actually delighted that the podcast has been held at Stretford Mall and in, and in particular at Stretford Food Hall. And it's a great example of a new retail concept uh, incorporating sustainability. And for example, I love their dedicated refill station yeah. where you can buy everything from wine cereal, even washing up liquid and other household items. So I love how that is a direct response to the use of plastics or not using plastics, but also in terms of waste. So you don't have to fill a full bottle up, you can just take what you need. And actually, while we're here and we look around and you can see the rest of Stretford Mall, Brentwood are now very much involved in this area aren't they? We are yes so we're actually asking the local community what is it that you want from your town centre so there's a direct call to action for us at Bruntwood to be able to answer the community's response to that. And in terms of I know we can't go into specifics but what are your plans that you can talk about what do you intend to add to the community? Well that's the heart and soul of it is the community and what the demands of the community are so at the moment it feels like the tale of two cities and we want to bring the demographic profile together and Uh, and we want to build uh, an inclusive environment uh, to coax all the people that live in the area back into the town centre and to utilise it. So the traditional village uh, or town centre being a butcher, baker, a candlestick maker, um, and if that is the demand of the people, then that is what we should be providing them with. Amazing. Well, listen, Stratford need this, so we're all looking to you, absolutely no present. And I just want to actually, Alex... Yes. Alex is here. Here's the manager, the operations manager. How are you, mate? Always catching me off guard in here, Matt. Yeah, so you're the operations manager of the Stretford Food Hall. You've been open. How long have you been open now? Feels about five years, but uh, <laughs> seven months so far. Is that all? Yes. And already, I've yes. got to say, this has become uh, an integral part of Stretford, hasn't it? Uh, it's it's been fantastic. I mean, you can probably tell by my accent I'm not from Stretford originally, um, but as a community, it's it's incredible the way we've been absorbed into it and the way we've uh, been treated as independent business has been great. Um, obviously, Brunt would have been a massive help uh, with what they've done with us so far, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the future. Really, we've been talking this afternoon and eating and drinking uh, sustainable products, and you guys, uh, as Andrea mentioned earlier, you, you you go quite heavy on that. It's important to you, isn't it? Yes, I mean this is probably the first draft of um, what we what we intend to do. Um, we've got the re- uh, refillable stations, with the wine, orange juice, and obviously the uh, the huge refill station for all the daily essentials. Every day we we try and improve our offering and what we can do in terms of our sustainability program, uh, whether that be cutting down on a product that has plastic packaging or another addition to the refill. I mean, we've got the food element, we've also got the detergent element here as well. Um, It's something we're now rolling out across the majority of our stores throughout Manchester. Um, So, yeah, the the more we can do, the better, really. Um, It's not an overnight process. Um, Are people receptive? Because it's all good and well, you, you doing as much as you can, but are people receptive to it? Are they buying into it? Massive. Uh, I mean, with our uh, our most recent opening sale as well, uh, the the response about has been fantastic. Um, it's it's something that we're seeing more and more of uh, throughout Manchester, throughout the country now, and uh, more power to it. The more places, the better, really. Uh, but it's it's incredible to see people come down with 10, 12 different jars and just refill straight from the station, and then you start seeing them once a week, and then twice a week, and then it builds from there. Really, it's great to see. So there you go. That was the taste test. Thank you very much to all of my panel. Thank you to Stretford Food Hall for allowing us to record there. And a big thank you to Bruntwood Works. That's it then from Fodder. Until next time, make sure you stay safe. See you soon.